An icon, by definition, is a person regarded as a representative symbol that's worthy of extreme respect. The difference between me and other people is when they picture an icon, they picture someone they've seen on TV before. I picture myself. This podcast isn't for the faint of heart or the easily offended. So if you're ready to go, hop in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Icon Elements with me, Hallie Halpern. So I made a really big mistake before I decided to sit down and record this podcast. I ate a massive vegan burrito and some sweet potato fries. So I am full. And if you hear my stomach gurgling, um, first of all, that would be super impressive because that means that my microphone is just that good. Um, That would be super cool. But also, like, just know that might happen. (laughs) Okay, so... Today, I want to talk about uh, something that a lot of people have asked me to talk about, and that is sort of just my story, my background, how I uh, got into the graphic and web design business, how I like started my own company, uh, just like the steps I took to get here. And yeah, I think that it's actually a super interesting story um, because this is never what I actually thought I was going to be doing with my life. Um And maybe my story will also inspire some of you guys to take matters into your own hands with your career because you guys know that I'm super big on that. Um, So basically, um, growing up, I was always just like the performer. Like I was super, super into acting. Um, I went to theater camp every summer And I did a bunch of like community theater at home, like was always in acting classes, was a dancer since I was three years old. Um, Dancing has always been a really big part of my life. Um, I was on the uh, dance team for my high school. Just basically, I was super into singing, dancing, acting. That was my that was my shit. So I really believed that I wanted to be an actor for the majority of my youth. And, um, so I was going to go to school for acting and my goal was just to like, you know, the goal everyone has like move to LA, like get a job serving and like try to make it in the industry. Um, but thankfully that's not what I ended up doing. I say thankfully because, Yes, everyone should follow their dreams, but sometimes the dream that you think that you wanted is not actually the dream that you really do want. So I'm going to get into that too, because I'm a very big um, life purpose slash like Dharma, which means your soul's purpose person. Like I'm super into that stuff. So I feel like I just, I'm going a million miles a minute because there's just so much I want to say about this, but basically... So long story short, (laughs) I wanted to be an actor my whole life. I wanted to be on stage. Um, And so my parents did not let me go to school in California because I was a quote unquote problem child. I was, you know, really into acting up, breaking the law, misbehaving, not not in like a criminal way, but like in like a recreational drugs and like warehouse raves at 16 kind of way. 
Oh, I just dramatized that. They weren't warehouse raves. They went to like just like all ages music events. But to me, it felt like a warehouse. So close enough, right? Mm. Anyway, my parents wanted me close by because they were like, if you end up in the hospital, uh, we need to be able to fly quickly to you. And California is across the country. So that is literally what happened. I'm not making that up. Uh, So I chose the second best place to move for school. And that is Florida, because obviously uh, staying in Pennsylvania was just not an option for me. Uh, It just gets so fucking cold there. It's just absolutely miserable in the winter. And no wonder I wanted to kill myself for the first 18 years of my life because like who the hell could ever survive winter? Um, I just wanted to let everyone know if you live in a place that has winter and you feel suicidal sometimes, um, I feel you, dude. Like for real, I feel you. Uh, Try moving to a warm state because you'd be surprised how much of your mental health is just like directly related to uh, the fact that you don't have sunlight. So uh, you might not even be that depressed. You might just be like lacking vitamin D. Um. Anyway, so I moved to Orlando to go to school uh, at UCF, go Knights. Um, and I actually decided to just go there because my parents wanted me to go to college, like really didn't have any desire to go to college, felt like it was a scam, felt like... I just didn't want to do it. Uh, My parents were like, you have to go to college because you need to grow up. I didn't understand what they meant then. I totally understand what they meant now. I am a completely different person than the person I was before college. Um, It really teaches you a lot of fundamental life skills that um, not really, it's not really about the degree. It's more about like learning how to grow up, basically. Um, I went to school for journalism because I was really good at English and writing in high school, just like most other people that have uh, crippling depression throughout their teen years. English is usually our fave subject. Fun fact. Um, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate to this. Also, having a crush on your English teacher, Mr. Bonds, if you're listening to this, uh, yes, I'm still obsessed with you. Anyways. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. Basically, I just got distracted thinking about Mr. Bonds. Okay. Um, right. So I went to college at UCF. Um, I decided to go into journalism. After my first semester of journalism, I was like, girl, this is absolutely terrible. Because I didn't realize I was going to have to do research. And I didn't realize I was going to have to do MLA formatting and like all of those things. And I was like, this sucks. So I went to my guidance counselor. Um, who was probably the biggest scam artist I've ever met in my life because UCF stands for you can't finish and they love to keep you there as long as fucking possible. So my guidance counselor was like, oh, you don't like your major? Why don't you try graphic design? Because it's easy and you'll get out of here sooner. Girl, what he forgot to tell me was that graphic design was one of the hardest programs at my school, period. You had to apply to get into the program and they only accepted like 60 people out of like 300 applicants, okay? Uh, let's start there. Second of all, you had to have your G- G- wow GPA at a 3.0, which for someone who like had no idea what they were doing when it came to learning at the time, that was really hard. Um, Anyways, I made the mistake of signing up to become a graphic design major, um, and it was the most intense shit I've ever done in my life. Um, Imagine, like, having to submit a portfolio of your graphic design work when when you've never taken a graphic design class to get accepted into graphic design school. 
it's like when um, applicants are like, you need five years experience, but like, how are you supposed to get experience without experience? It's exactly like that. Anyways, um, I like Googled how to use Illustrator and watched like one video and I like made some really awesome shit and then I got accepted into the program um, and I looked around me and I was just like, everyone in this program, no, not everyone in this program, but a lot of people in this program, they were really pretentious and it made it like really discouraging for me to want to be good at graphic design and to like try as hard as them because I just felt like I just didn't have the same passion for it and it just like wasn't resonating with me and it wasn't until I started applying the knowledge that I was learning in design school to like raving and like EDM Twitter and like things like that, that I was actually able to start finding my style in it and actually enjoying it. So the funniest thing that I always mention to people is like, I felt like my classmates were paying attention in class and like learning how to do things. And I was like already marketing myself as a graphic designer that had a lot of experience so that I could make money while I was in class. Cause I always considered school to be unpaid work. Um, like homework, you're literally paying to like have someone give you work. It's just so fucking stupid. But I was like, no, I'm going to make money while I'm here. So yeah, I like opened Illustrator one day and I learned how to do like two different things on it. And I just started pretending like I knew what I was doing. Um, I was started by selling like, um, like digital portraits of people. Like they'd send me an image and I would trace it for like 30 bucks. Like now I would charge like 350 for something like that, which is like pretty cool. I don't really do those anymore. I I really don't. Like, I don't. It's that's not something that I like to do. But um, yeah, so I started out with digital portraits and then I like started learning how to do logo design sort of slowly. And I, then I just like jumped into it, really. You know, it's all about faking it till you make it. And I started really falling in love with design after I started applying it to like real life situations that weren't so boring like an uninspired and scholastic I guess you could say like I think a lot of the times like we have to just really find our niche in any given like skill in order for it to really resonate with us um so I'm really thankful that I was able to overcome just like that hatred for design because now I love it um And I've been doing this for like a lot of years now. I don't know. I guess I've been out of college for what, like three years. I I don't know. I've been doing this for like almost seven years. If you consider the fact that I started designing when I was in college, like freshman year. So basically after I graduated, um, I still didn't think I was going to start my own business. I just knew that I wanted to like have a lot of freedom in whatever company I worked for. So what ended up happening was I was actually packing to go back home to Pennsylvania before moving to Miami, right? I went to school in Orlando. I think I said that. (laughs) So I was packing up and I was like crying because I was so anxious about not really knowing what my life in Miami was going to look like. And I was like, you know, at the time I was freelancing like on the side of you know, whatever job I had at the time. And I was, you know, maybe having a couple clients at once, but nothing crazy, nothing to really support myself at all. And 
I was like to the universe, you know, hey, I really need a job for when I move to Miami. I really need something because like otherwise, how was I going to like I, I, I couldn't just not have a job like, you know. So anyway, that same day that I asked the universe, hey, can you please like help me out? I really need a job for when I move to Miami. Um, this guy DM me on Instagram and was like, or on Twitter and was like, Hey, um, I really like your work. We really need someone to come work for our company. Would you be interested? Like when you move to Miami? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, I don't want to get too into detail about this cause I feel like I'll probably bore you guys, but long story short, the guy that I was working for ended up being my current boyfriend, Aaron. Um, I worked for him for, uh, like a year doing graphic and he taught me web design. And it was really awesome, a really great experience. You know, we were best friends, boss and employee, and that was it. (laughs) Um, And then after a year of working for him and learning um, amazing skill sets from him, um, he ended up having to close the company that he was currently working on, even though it was very successful. So when that happened, I had two options. It was either uh, find another job or it was become my own boss. Cause at the time I was probably, I was starting to generate, I probably was still making like less than $10,000 a year from freelancing at the time. So it's obviously not a living. Um, but I had to, I had a decision to make, you know, like I had to either choose to continue working for someone else or finally take the leap of being my own boss. And, um, you have to focus on what makes you feel free, like something that makes you feel expansive and limitless. And that thought, when I started really visualizing myself becoming my own boss, I was like, wow, like that is definitely what I need to do. So I took the leap and guess what? Everyone says that they always supported me and that they knew I could do it. That is a fucking lie. Everyone says that they supported you when you are, when you, when you prove that you, you can make it right. But it's not true. I, I was definitely unsupported by mostly everyone when I decided to take the leap to starting my own business. I remember vividly, um, everyone said, no, you're going to need a solid job. Like you can't make a living off of this. Like, how do you think you're going to keep getting more clients? Like, uh, like, why are you fucking around? Like, go find a real job, you know, like stop, stop playing yourself, whatever, And I didn't listen because I knew that I had the power of like creating my own reality in my mind. I knew that I had a strong social media following and I knew that I had something really valuable to give. And also a lot of the times I just really feel like a lot of logos that weren't designed by me are like shitty. (laughs) It's not like, not like ones that I'll see like online, but like seeing on Instagram, like I'll look at logos. I'm like, ugh, whatever. So I knew that I had something valuable to bring to the table, right? And I will also mention that one of the, a few key players that I feel like I just have to mention, a few key players in this, me starting my own business thing that really, really, really helped me that I have to thank are Bell Rave With Me Hente for being my first like major brand client to let me redesign their logo, her logo. Um, You are, Bell. you are the reason that Every rave clothing company basically has a logo by me. You really helped me invent myself 
and I love you. I appreciate you forever. <laughs> so thank you. And I also have to give a huge thanks to Jamie Sloan, my music PR badass bitch friend who helped me get my foot in the door with designing in the music industry and has made me so many amazing connections. Um, those two people have really supported me since day one. So I love you guys. Had to throw that in there. Thank you so much, Jamie and Bell. Love you guys. So with that being said, <laughs> with the help of like amazing support, I started being able to build my brand from the ground up um, by having an, a strong ass portfolio. I redid my website. I started just like putting 110% into making everything looking professional. Um, I started investing a shit ton of money in myself. Obviously, I had to set up, I finally officially set up my LLC. I started using QuickBooks. I started, you know, just having an accountant, accountant and everything. I started cold messaging people on Instagram, telling them like, Hey, like oh, every rave clothing brand, I sent them a cold message on Instagram. I just put a lot of effort in and I will tell you this now. I thought this then still the number one way that I have been able to get my business to where it is today is by journaling and by manifesting with my mind. Um, I am, have been in a in alignment with the success that I want. And I still have a lot of work to do with that. But for me, drawing the clients in with my feminine energy in my mind versus like, like pushing them in masculinely. How do I explain this? Basically there's a masculine and a feminine side. Uh, energetically in your body. So when you are using the feminine side, you are like almost luring in clients. So that would be like the clients reaching out to you and saying, Hey, I really love your stuff. What, what are your rates? The masculine side would be like more like the push, like you, um, cold marketing and like running ads and like having them like they kind of have the upper hand in that point. Like when you're selling yourself, I feel like, and you're reaching out to the other person first, it kind of puts you at like a disadvantage. I know that that might not be an opinion everyone agrees on, but I love when the client comes to me first because I know that like I have like a little bit more power in that dynamic. I'm sure a lot of my business people on here agree with that too. But um, yeah, so I I prefer drawing my clients in with my feminine energy with the just like, thought of like, what is my ideal client right now? What are my ideal numbers for this week? Uh, oh, like I've worked on a few logos this week. I'm kind of sick of them. I'm sick of them. Now I want to do a few websites and usually it does work out. Now, the thing that I didn't mention is that as grateful as I am and has uh, how successful my business is becoming, I am starting to realize that there is more out there for me. And that is why I started this podcast. And that is why I am working to develop myself as a full-fledged brand. I want to be more than just a graphic and web designer. I want to do more than just help other people build their brands. I, it's my turn to build my brand and I see myself expanding way further than just what I've been doing. Um, <laughs> it's so scary and it's so exciting to think about the future, but I wanted to let everyone know that, you know, like just because something is a part of your life purpose now doesn't mean that it's always going to be. And I, I'm just really uh, kind of trying out new things and following my ease and seeing what feels good. And I can't believe how crazy this journey has been for me to get to where I am today. Um, it has been 
taking risks. It's about taking risks. It's about following your intuition. It's about believing in yourself. It's about doing the research. It's about just like faking it till you make it. I had no idea about taxes. I had no idea about, um, business expenses and like LLCs and like trademarks and like all of that. You just learn as you go. No one has any idea what the fuck they're doing. Okay. And my story, like I almost gave up so many times. I was addicted to Adderall for five years. I contemplated suicide so many times. I literally hated school, but also weirdly loved it at the same time. Almost dropped up out so many times, literally told my parents, like, I will kill myself if I stay here. And here I am. Okay. I'm here. And that means that if I can do it, so the fuck can you. I'm not saying you have to go to school to be something. I'm not saying that you have to like do whatever I did, but I'm just saying that like whatever your path is, like listen to your heart and like really just give, give it a shot. Give your business, give your dreams a shot. Even if it's not what you thought you wanted, because you know what? I want to get back into performing. I want to be on stage still. Those are things that I do want to do. And now that I have a successful business and I can support myself, I can play around again because I, I don't want my entire living to be performing, but I love it. So I'm going to get back into it now. It's time. Like I'm about to go take a comedy writing class. Like I'm excited to just play around and like do things that I want to do knowing that I have built my foundation for success. And I feel like it's all about just doing what makes sense for you, what makes sense for the amount of money that you want to make, for what your goals are. For me, success and financial stability are everything to me. And also being creative and being playful and discovering like new parts of me that I didn't even know were there. <laughs> I love the fact that my podcast just like reeks of ADHD. Um, clearly, you can tell that. I'm all over the place, but being an icon is just like owning your shit. It is just, just doing the damn thing. And I hope I didn't leave any parts of my story out. It's just very important for me to stress to you guys that like, I progress is not linear. I have had no idea what I'm doing so many times. And guess what? You just sell it. No one has to know. I mean, I just told all of you, but no one has to know. Um, I wish you all the best of luck in finding your life purpose. I want every single one of you to really start thinking about what it is that you see yourself doing, like visualize your life and like what your career is in it. I know that graphic and web design is not the only thing I'm supposed to be doing on this planet. And that's okay. Like for a while it was, and it's it's still going to be a part of my life, but I am excited to see what else there is out there. You don't need just one career path. You don't need just like one, like one thing. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever you fucking want with your life, bitch. Do it. I love you. (sighs) If you listen to this whole thing, then God bless you. I love you. Um, Thanks for listening to my story, guys. (laughs) If you have any questions about this episode or want to hear me talk about anything else or just want to say hi, please go to my contact form on my website, www.seriouslyhallie.com or follow me on Instagram at seriouslyhallie. Also, um, yeah, check out my portfolio if you haven't. It's on my website. A lot of people ask me where my portfolio is as if my website link isn't directly in my bio on Instagram. Um, Get it together, guys. It's right there.
So take a look. Let me know what you think. All right. I love you. Follow your dreams, bitch. Bye.